Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to the Padres Postgame Show on the Padres Radio Network. Coming up, we'll deliver a full recap of today's game with highlights. Plus, we'll take you down to the manager's office to hear from Bob Melvin. And we'll give you an update on scores from around Major League Baseball. The Padres Postgame Show starts now on the Padres Radio Network. Lee at third, two down, one and two. The pitch from Hill, swung on and missed strike three. Big fist bump and a big smile from Hill as the Padres win in 11 innings and close out this season with a 2-1 victory over the White Sox. 82nd win of the year, and the Pods will end 2023 having won 14 out of their last 16 games. A sweet ending to the 2023 season as the Padres beat the Chicago White Sox 2-1 in 11 innings at Guaranteed Rate Field. In Chicago, the Padres finish up this season with a record of 82-80. and They finish winning 14 out of their last 16 games, like Jesse said, and also 20-7 and here in the month of September. Sam Levitt with you here inside our San Diego studios for one final post-game show here on the Padres Radio Networks. So great to have you with us on this Sunday afternoon. Lot to do on our post-game coverage. We'll recap this game in its entirety, really uh, let you know how it went down, but also take a much wider look at this season for the Padres. We'll hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. All the radio highlights may have some additional post-game reaction from inside the clubhouse. And we will also try to get in as many phone calls as we can we, uh, can here today as we wrap up this season. Phone number 833-288-0973. Again, the phone number to call 833-288-0973. Would love to hear from you. Maybe a little bit till we get to those phone calls, but feel free to call, get in line, and uh, we'll get to your phone calls coming up in just a little while. We'll break this one down when we come back. The full radio highlights, and we hear from Bob Melvin. After this on the Padres Radio Network. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All 
Our post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. One final time here in 2023. Sam Levitt with you here inside our San Diego studios as we wrap this one up. Padres win it in 11 innings by a final score of 2-1. to one. The Padres finish with an 82-80 and 80 record. White Sox drop to 61-101, and 101, the fifth 100-loss season in White Sox history. And the Padres finish with uh, a winning record after all. All of that here in 2023, but they do find a way to win game 162. Lots to get to here on our post-game coverage here on the Padres Radio Network. We'll go back to Chicago, hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin coming up in just a little bit. We will take uh, your phone calls coming up as well, 833-288-0973. We have a number of people already waiting on hold, so just hang with us for a little bit as we get through the highlights in Bob Melvin, and uh, we will get to some of your phone calls. One final chance for you to say hello here on the Padres Radio Network in 2023. And we'll give out our daily awards. Take a full look at the out-of-town scoreboard. Get the playoff picture set for you across Major League Baseball. Final thoughts and wrap things up. We'll take you until... About 4.20, 4.25, that's when uh, we'll have Sunday Night Football here on 97.3 The Fan. Tonight's game between the Jets and the Chiefs. A really interesting game to wrap things up here in 2023 in Chicago today. Let's find out how it went down. Let's go through the biggest moments from today's game with our game highlights. Presented by the new El Cajon Ford Commercial Service Center. Servicing all Fords up to F750s and motorhomes. It was a pitcher's duel early on. Both Pedro Avila and Jose Ureña were great. Ureña put together five scoreless innings with just three hits given up. Avila was dealing. He allowed just three hits through five innings. And he was rocking up the strikeouts as well. Three and two. And Remillard swings and misses strike three. Back-to-back Ks for Avila. And through five, we are still scoreless. Avila was done after five scoreless innings. Urania pitched a scoreless top of the sixth inning despite allowing a single and a walk. Ray Kirsch stranded two runners on base in the bottom half. Padres put two on in the top of the seventh inning, but they did not score. White Sox had a runner on third base against Scott Barlow in the bottom half of the inning, but they didn't score either. In the eighth inning, we were still scoreless. Garrett Crochet pitched a 1-2-3 frame. Tom Cosgrove put two base runners on in the bottom half. He faced Tyler Nake one and two to Naquin, trying to strand two more. The pitch from Cosgrove right down the middle, strike three called. No runs, a hit, and two more men left on base. Brian Shaw pitched a scoreless ninth inning. Josh Hader did the same in what could be his last appearance as a Padre in the bottom half of the ninth inning. So with all that, we went to extra innings, still a score a scoreless game. Davey Garcia came on to pitch for the White Sox. Eggy Rosario was the automatic runner for San Diego. He went to third base on a ground out. Matthew Batten then walked. Hassan Kim was next. 1-0 pitch. And Kim swings, hits it in the air to right field. Sheets backing up, makes the catch. Should be deep enough. Rosario tagging on his way. No chance to get him. A sack fly for Ha Sung Kim. And in the 10th inning of game 162, the Padres take a 1-0 lead. That's all the Padres got in their half of the 10th inning. Rich Hill came on for the bottom half, looking for the first save of his 19-year Major League career. Elvis Andrews was the automatic runner on second base. Zach Remillard led off. 
0-1. Remillard, ground ball to the right side. That's a fair ball down the line. Andrews rounding third. He's going to come in to score. RBI single Zach Remillard and a 1-1 game here in the 10th. Hill struck out the next batter, but then a bloop single to put runners on first and second base. Hill then induced a double play ball from Yasmani Grandel to end the inning. So we were still tied at one, going to the 11th inning. Jose Azokar, the automatic runner. Declan Cronin on to pitch for Chicago. Jerks and Profar let off. Dirksen, a switch hitter batting left-handed, one for four on the day. Swings at the first pitch and rips it into right center, a base hit. Azokar rounding third, he's going to score easily. And on the first pitch of the 11th inning, the Padres go back in front. It's 2-1. to one. That was all the Padres got in that top of the 11th inning. So they had that 2-1 lead going bottom 11. Rich Hill returned to the mound with the free runner on second base. He struck out the first batter. A ground out moved the runner to third base. The last chance for the White Sox was Trace Thompson. Lee at third, two down, one and two. The pitch from Hill swung on and missed strike three. Big fist bump and a big smile from Hill as the Padres win in 11 innings and close out this season with a 2-1 victory over the White Sox. 82nd win of the year, and the Pods will end 2023 having won 14 out of their last 16 games. A very nice finish to 2023 for the San Diego Padres as they finish up the season 82-80. and Like Jesse said, they win 14 out of their final 16 games. They go 20-7 and here in the month of September. Rich Hill picks up the win his eighth of the season, and Hill, of course, 43 years old. You never know. That might have been it for Rich Hill. We'll see what happens in 2024 with him and in the coming days, but certainly the Padres finishing up this campaign on a high note as, again, and they beat the Chicago White Sox by a final score of 2-1 to one in the Windy City on this Sunday afternoon. Let's go back to Guaranteed Rate Field in Chicago and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Let's take a trip down to the Padres clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food, 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian Resource. How do you sum up the way the season finished? Well, better, right? A little irony there with a one-run extra inning game to finish it off with. So, obviously, we played a lot better at the end. And, you know, when you execute like we did, it was tough hitting today and so forth. Tough seeing when once the shadows got in there. But did it just enough to win a game, and that's, uh, that's how you win ball games. Is there a message afterward for the guys? Or Yeah, we had... We had you know, we'll keep that as a group, but there were there were a lot of guys that spoke in there today. It was nice for you to see Rich get a couple innings, get the win. Yeah, it was great. I mean, I think it was probably apropos that he was out there not only for the win, but the save. I think it's his first save of his career and, and multiple innings. That's what we were down to, and, and he knew it. You know, we had a spotter behind him, but went with the experience the last couple innings, and it's great that he could contribute because he's very well embraced in this clubhouse. Suarez down today? Yeah, Suarez, we were going to pitch Suarez and Garcia. That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from down by the clubhouse at Guaranteed Rate Field in Chicago after this one here today. Padres win it 2-1 to one over the Chicago White Sox. A good point there from Bob Melvin with all the one-run issues for the Padres here in 2023, all the issues they had in extra innings. How about that? The final game of the year, they win it by one run 
in extra innings. Baseball can be a very funny game sometimes. By the way, in that department, the Padres will finish this season 9-23 in one-run games. They'll finish 25-42 and in one or two-run games, and they'll finish 2-12 in extra inning games. But, of course, they first started 0-12, and on this uh, final road trip of the year, what do you know? They pick up two extra innings inning wins and uh, Rich Hill picked up the win Uh, he uh, made it through uh, two innings in this game no earned runs given up for Rich Hill and the Padres again come away with a record of 82 and 80 to wrap up 2023 lots to get to still on our post game coverage we may have some additional post game reaction coming from the clubhouse so stay tuned for that we'll also try to squeeze in as many phone calls as we can here today so if you want to say hello one final time here in 2023 your final thoughts on the season as the Padres move into the offseason. Would love to hear from you. And again, if you just want to say hi and uh, talk to me one final time before the year is over, would love to hear from you. And as always, you can chime in on social media as well. Tweet at me at Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. Instagram DMs open as well there too. Sammy Lev there. And I may just give you a shout out here on the air. We'll have fun one final time on the postgame show. Final score here tonight. Here today on the West Coast, the Padres 2 and the White Sox 1 in 11 innings. Postgame show continues after this on the Padres Radio Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score here today, Padres 2 and the White Sox 1. The final in 11 innings as the Padres and White Sox went into the 10th inning. Still scoreless, but the Padres able to scratch across a run in the top of the 10th inning. Then the White Sox got one back in the bottom half of the 10th inning against Rich, uh, Rich Hill. And then the Padres getting one on the RBI single by Jerks and Profar in the top of the 11th. And then Rich Hill. How about Rich Hill? Hill going one, two, three in the bottom half of the 11th inning and stranding the tying run on third base. So good job by him in the 11th inning. Good job by Jerks and Profar. If you were hoping to see the stars out there for a while here today, you didn't really get that, and, and you understand it from the Padre perspective. Uh, Juan Soto got a plate appearance, drill walk. Uh, he came out of the game. Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, had one at bat. He came out of the game, so uh, well-deserved there for those two guys. Uh, Juan Soto, like we said during the pregame, playing in all 162 games for the first time in his career. Fernando Tatis Jr., by the way, 
He ended up playing in all but one of the games that he was eligible to play in when he came back from the suspension. So he ends up playing in 141 games this season. So those two guys really were out there well, for Soto every single day, for Tatis nearly every single day. And by the way, for Juan Soto, he ends up leading the majors in walks for a third consecutive season, becomes the sixth player to ever do that. The other players that have led the majors in walks for three straight years, how about these names? Barry Bonds, Lou Gehrig, Babe Ruth, Roy Thomas, and Billy Hamilton are the other five to ever lead the majors in walks for three consecutive seasons. And just to put up kind of a bow on their two seasons, both for uh, Soto and Tatis, for Juan Soto, his final numbers in 2023, 275 batting average, 410 on base percentage, 519 slugging percentage, 929 OPS, 35 home runs, 109 RBIs. Again, Soto playing in all 162 games and leading the major leagues in walks with 132. For Fernando Tatis Jr., his final, uh, his, uh, final numbers in 141 games, 257 batting average, 25 home runs, 33 doubles, 78 RBIs, a 771 OPS. That is not the whole story when it comes to Fernando because you do have to talk about what he did defensively. Fernando entered today ranking second among Major League outfielders with plus 27 defensive run saves. So he was tremendous in right field, uh, certainly exceeded expectations in right field with the way he played out there, a truly gold glove caliber season, the way he acclimated himself out there so quickly is just unbelievably impressive. So look for Fernando, we've talked about it at length before, uh, certainly some of the numbers a little bit down uh, from where Certainly he would want them to be in the home run department, in the RBI department, the OPS department, but you have to consider all the surgeries he came off of, uh, not having a full off-season of work, a normal off-season for him coming off the surgeries, and everything you know he had to go through and just getting back into the swing of playing Major League Baseball every day after not... Uh, doing that in 2022. So all things considered for Fernando Tatis Jr., I do think you have to be pretty happy with what he did here in 2023. And um, I don't think I'm alone in thinking that Fernando is really primed for a big 2024 with a full you know, off-season of work, normal off-season, spring training, and uh, we'll see as far as new positions. You know, who knows? Maybe he's playing center field, something like that eventually. But for right now, he has been a gold-glove caliber right fielder, and uh, Fernando uh, should, uh, I would assume, have a very big uh, 2024 season. You certainly hope so. All right, here for the rest of the post-game show, we're going to continue to give out our daily awards, take a full look at the out-of-town scoreboard. I do want to get to as many phone calls as we can today, uh, give you one final chance to uh, chime in here on the post-game show before we get out of here in 2023. And again, we'll bring you up until just about 420, 425. That's when we'll go to Sunday Night Football, Jets and the Chiefs coming up in just a little bit here on 97.3 The Fan. My Jets, been a rough start for them to say the least. All right, first, let's tell you about our ace pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's ace pitcher of the game. Brought to you by The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Traeger and Weber to the Big Green Egg. All your grilling and barbecue needs are inside The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. 
Our ace pitcher of the game here today, Pedro Avila. Very good start for Avila. Five scoreless innings, three hits allowed, walked nobody, struck out seven. Final numbers for Avila in 2023, 2-2, two two, 3-2-2 ERA, 14 total outings, six starts, and we mentioned in the pregame he had really been a lot better as a reliever than a starter so far this year, albeit, and Jesse alluded to this during the broadcast, if you actually go look at his starts, typically got off to a really good beginning in those games, first three, four innings, and then things would sort of unravel as it got deeper. So just a note, because I think it's important with uh, Pedro Avila. But again, 50-plus innings for Avila, 54 strikeouts, 25 walks, 230 opponent batting average. And again, when you talk about what he did in that long relief role at times this season, he was extremely impressive. So he finishes, again, a 3-2-2 ERA in 14 outings, six starts on the year. So look, Pedro Avila, has he you know, secured himself a spot somewhere on this team in 2024. I don't know that I'd go that far. I don't know that I'd go that far for even the guys like Matthew Batten or Eggy Rosario. But has he put himself in the conversation heading into spring training? I think absolutely. And we'll see what the needs are heading into spring training, what this roster looks like. You never know, and it's something we've talked about before. There are potentially a ton of question marks in this rotation heading into the offseason behind Joe Musgrove and Yu Darvish. So is it impossible that the Padres could enter spring training with a rotation spot open and somebody like a Pedro Avila could be competing for that spot? I don't think that is a far-fetched idea really whatsoever. So we'll see what happens with all that, but certainly To me, a very nice season for Pedro Avila, where he certainly opened some eyes and uh, has maybe put himself in the conversation uh, heading into 2024 for this ball club. All right, let's uh, get to some of your phone calls because, again, I do want to squeeze in uh, as many as we can here on the final postgame show. So uh, get to your point quickly. We'll kind of get through them as quick as we can. Let's begin here today with Matt, who's calling in from San Diego. Hi, Matt. You're on the Padres Radio Network. Hello, Sammy. Can you hear me? I got you. And it's crazy. Out of all the things that happened in the Padres season, the ERA, the least amount of errors, the run differential, we just barely finished the season over two games, mm-hmm. over 500. Yeah, it is, Matt. Um, look, there are a lot of weird parts about this season. We've talked about it at length for, you know, five months now, but you're going to look back on how good this pitching was. Uh, you're going to look at a lot of the individual numbers, whether it's what Soto did, and you're going to look at Manny's final numbers and even Fernando's final numbers, even Bogart's. You know, some of the numbers certainly were down as far as the RBIs and the OPS, things like that. Um, you know, but there are numbers for Xander that, you know, the average was pretty good this year at the end of the day. Uh, you're going to look at having Blake Snell, potentially a Cy Young winner. You're going to look at having Josh Hader. Be really, really, really good out of the bullpen. A career year for ha uh, Kim. What Walk-In Lugo did in the rotation. Matt, there's going to be a lot to look back on, and you're going to say, wow, a lot of things really broke right for this team. How did it end up the way it did? And that is sort of the question I think we've all had this season, and the question going into the offseason is trying to figure out how you prevent this uh, this kind of season from happening again in 2024. We'll see what the uh, what the answers are, and we'll see what happens at the start of next year. But certainly by some of the numbers, by the run differential, by how good the pitching was, for the most part, it's a very hard season to figure out. There's no doubt about it, and we've really thought that 
pretty much all year, right? We've been trying to figure out uh, what exactly the answer was. Let's go to Mario calling in from National City. Hi, Mario. You're on the Padres Radio Network. Hi, Sam. How you doing? Doing well. Yeah, you know, uh, I'll tell you what, man. If we can start the season next year 14 out of 16, that would be awesome. Other than that, you know, I'm, I'm satisfied. It's okay the way the season went because, you know, we have a lot to look forward to. You know, and um, just keep the hope up. And, and um, you know, we got some new, uh, plenty of new faces coming up. I can guarantee you that. Yeah. And uh, as far as, as far as, um, as far as the general manager and the, and, the, and the manager, you know, get rid of both of them or keep them both, you know, mm. and quit talking about it. You know, it is what it is. You know, internal stuff should stay internal, you know, and, us fans should just remain fans. Yeah, we have things to say, but at the end of the day, you know, all we are is fans, you know, and, and they're the players. They're the ones that get paid. But, uh, yeah, I should look forward to next year and the year after that and the year after that, Sam. You have a good one. Yeah, Mario, thank you very uh, very much for the phone call. Appreciate uh, the call and you listening in throughout the season. Look, uh, as far as starting next year, look, I think it's going to be very important for this team to start the year well next year. And, look, it's not all about what you do in the first few weeks, the final month, but it would, I think, kind of calm you know, any fears you have about this sort of season happening again, if they can get off to a much better start. Look, that was part of it. They got off to a very so-so start. They were hovering around 500 in early May, dipped below 500 and, and never got back there. And I've said it before, it just felt like the whole thing never really got on track. That's the way it felt. And you hope you have a feeling of things sort of clicking early next year. I, I think that would be a great thing to see. We'll see how it all shakes out. Let's go to Davis, who's calling in. Hi, Davis. You're on the Padres Radio Network. How are you? Good. Hi, Sam. Hey, um, Davis. Well, hi. Um, I want to talk about Jerkson Profar. I feel like he really made an impact uh, when we brought him in. And he's a good guy in the clubhouse, I feel mm-hmm. like. Well, look, Davis, uh, I'll, I'll credit you at this point. When Jerickson showed up, this team started playing really, really, really well. Okay, now, does that actually have anything to do with it? I don't know. He's certainly very well liked in that clubhouse. I think he could be a bench piece in 2024. So, Davis, uh, if they brought him back on, you know, some sort of, you know, small contract where he was coming off the bench and could play some outfield and play some infield, I wouldn't hate that. I think that'd be maybe a good move for this team. He is well-liked. He does, you know, he's close with a number of guys on this team and clearly has a lot of respect inside that clubhouse. And we knew that, you know, before he showed up for, for you know, the final month of this season, but going back to 2022. So I I would have no issue if Jerkson Profar was back here and was a, a bench player. Man, coming off the bench and, you know, playing a little outfield, the spot start here and there. Don't think that's a, a crazy idea at all. All right, we'll go to break. We'll come back. More of your phone calls again. Your final opportunity to chime in here on the post game show, 833-288-0973. Give out more of our daily awards and continue to wrap things up as the Padres win it 2-1 to one in 11 in Chicago today. Our final post game show of 2023 continues when we come back.
Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score in 11 innings here today. The Padres 2 and the White Sox 1 as the Padres win the final game of 2023. Padres finish up this year on a five-game win streak. They finish at 82 and 80 on the season. Believe it or not, this was... Uh, the first time the Padres have secured back-to-back winning seasons since they won four, or I should say they compiled four straight winning seasons from 2004 to 2007. So a team that won 89 games in 2022, a team that wins 82 games here in 2023. Not exactly the follow-up you were looking for, I get it, but uh, factually it is the first time they have uh, posted back-to-back winning season since uh, 2004 through 2007. So uh, I suppose something to take away. Certainly we know the Padres played very, very well here uh, in the final month or so. They won 14 out of their final 16 games, and they went 20-7 and here in the month of September. Albeit they beat up on some uh, not-so-good teams, quite frankly, teams they should uh, beat up on. That was a problem throughout the season. We know that, but uh, the Padres... I suppose you could put it as they did what they had to do here in the final month of the season. We knew it would take really a a miracle of sorts for them to uh, get to the postseason. And from their perspective, you know, when you were looking at things a few weeks ago, Padres about did what you hoped they would do, and that was play really, really well down the stretch. But they just needed so much help and uh, could never uh, quite get enough help to uh, find a way to wiggle into that postseason picture. By the way, I know we talked about it times this year. It's been talked about a lot in general. The run differential for the Padres here in 2023, well, they will finish with a plus 104 run differential this season, a record of 82 and 80. But how about this? A plus 104 run differential will rank third in the National League, but uh, the Padres only at 82 and 80 to finish up the year. Their expected win-loss record uh, would have been 92 and 70 if you look at the run differential. So is what it is. Like uh, we were talking about earlier, a very sort of weird, odd year in so many different ways. And uh, you will look back on that run differential of plus 104 and then look at the record and in time look back and say, well, what happened? And well, we've sort of been searching for those answers all year, sort of a a weird and and yes, at times unlucky season for this Padres team. And like Jesse and Tony were talking about at the end of their broadcast, uh, You almost feel like they're due for some good luck in 2024, right? We'll see how it all shakes out. We'll get back to your phone calls here in a second. 833-288-0973. Again, the phone number, 833-288-0973. If you want to get involved, we'd love to squeeze in as many phone calls as we can before we get out of here for one final time in 2023. First, let's tell you about our relief pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit SanDiegoFoodBank.org. Our relief pitcher of the game here today, we give it to Tom Cosgrove, who did a really good job getting out of a big-time jam in the eighth inning. In what was a scoreless game, two on... Two out, had to face Tyler Naquin. Spot where a base hit could potentially give the White Sox the lead and struck him out looking. So a nice job by Tom Cosgrove here today. Finishes up his season on a really, really nice note, and we've talked about it plenty over the course of the past month or so. But Tom 
ends up having simply a fine rookie campaign. One and two, a 175 ERA, 54 total appearances, 51 plus innings, 44 strikeouts, 19 walks. What a nice first season in the major leagues for Tom Cosgrove, and he finishes it up by getting out of another jam, something he did throughout the season, and a scoreless inning for Tom Cosgrove. Really a nice job by the Padres' bullpen today as a whole. Ray Kerr, a scoreless inning. Scott Barlow, a scoreless inning. Cosgrove, a scoreless inning. Josh Hader, a scoreless inning in what may have been his last appearance in the brown and gold. And Rich Hill. Hey, give him credit. Gave up the run to tie it in the 10th inning. That was it. Got things to the 11th inning. And then Hill with that automatic runner, that tying run on base. One, two, three in the 11th inning, including a couple of strikeouts. So now that I think about it, maybe I should have given it to Rich Hill. But uh, hey, nice job by Rich Hill. Nice job by Tom Cosgrove. Really nice job by everybody here today out of the Padres bullpen. Now let's tell you about our player of the game. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today. Our player of the game here today. How about Jerks and Profar for that big RBI single in the 11th inning? He had two hits in this one for Pro. And that's why Jerks and Profar will be our player of the game here on the final day of 2023. Only player in the lineup here today that had multiple hits. So between that and the RBI single that came in that uh, 11th inning to give the Padres their ultimate 2-1 lead it led to a 2-1 win. That is why Jerks and Profar is our player of the game here today. Nice job by Jerks and Profar here today. And how about that? Who would have thought? I mean, who would have thought? If uh, you were in the summer, you were in spring training, that we'd be saying here on the final day of the year that Jerks and Profar would be back with the Padres and be our player of the game here in Game 162. That's the way it worked out. Nice job by him here today in this 2-1 to win in 11. All right, let's go back to the phones again. Try to squeeze in as many phone calls as we can here before we get out of here for one final time in 2023. Let's go to Ann, who's calling in from Santee. Ann, you're on the Padres Radio Network. How are you? I'm doing great, Sammy. I just wanted to say how appropriate it was that the last game of the year was an extra inning game and that we won it. Um, I just wanted to say, again, thank you to the Padres for finishing strong. Mm -hmm. I'm so proud of their fight at the end of the season. And when it felt like they would never reach 500, um, sad for the players and the fan base, knowing that we were only two wins away from the playoffs out of 162. Crazy, crazy season. And um, if you look at September numbers and you multiply that times the other months, mm-hmm. uh, other six months of the season, um, 20 and seven times those other months, the, the Padres had the potential of finishing the season at 120 and 42. <laughs> it just shows you that the potential that this team has, and I'm so looking forward to next year of dropping the bad karma and getting some good karma with our players and basically my hope for next year is that Melvin returns and that everybody returns healthy Manny's from a surgery you um 
Jake is broken arm, you know, just everybody that's hurt, they come back strong. And there's so much I could talk about, but uh, I just wanted to say thank you, Padres. Thank you, Sammy. I will see you guys in September. Um, first spring training pitch is only 144 days right. away. I'm ready. Let's go, Padres. All right. Good call, Lynn. And we got to get you to Peoria. Give these guys a pep talk before uh, spring training, maybe before opening day. Great call, Ann. And look, uh, yes, unfortunately, it's not the way it works as far as, uh, you know, kind of multiplying the record from September. You have to play consistent baseball for five, six months. That's how this thing works. But look, Ann, you, you, to your point, Look, this team played a lot better, albeit against some some pretty bad teams here down the stretch. But 20-7 and seven in the month of September, 14 out of their final 16, they won, and they finish at 82 and 80, which is, you know, finishing with a winning record. If you would have looked at this just a few weeks ago, ago you would have said, no way. But to their credit, they did. But now it's about can they somehow capture what they did here in the final month and bring it into 2024? I don't know how realistic that is with a full offseason between now and then. So many different faces that will be here in 2024. There are so many questions, uh, quite frankly, surrounding this team right now. Uh, Look, there's been a lot of reporting, rumors swirling um, about what may happen this week and uh, the future of Bob Melvin. We'll see how all that shakes out in the the days to weeks uh, and weeks to come. But look, um, there's no doubt about this part. This core of players they have is as talented as any in Major League Baseball and that alone gives them a chance to do something very special in 2024. What the rest of the team will look like, well, that is something that has to be determined. That is a very important part of the equation. But I think no doubt, no matter really what the other pieces around that core is, this team will have very, very high expectations for next season. We'll see how it all shakes out, what this team looks like heading into Arizona uh, in spring training, and but um, I'm excited as well. You're right. 144 days from now, February 22nd, Padres and the Dodgers, the Cactus League opener in Peoria. It'll be here before you know it. All right, let's squeeze another phone call in here. Let's go to Del Cerro. It's Thomas Calling in, Thomas, you're on the Padres Radio hey, Network. Sir. How are you? Hey. Hey, what's up, Samuel? What's going hey. on? Oh, just uh, another season on the books, you know. And, but it was a, I mean, for what it was worth at the end, I guess, yeah, we ended on a good note, so I was good. Looking forward to next season, like everybody, and it's going to be a long off season, but looking to going to more games. And I, I think I only went to two this year, the Peck, only went to mm-hmm. two Peco games, and I went to the one in Oakland that we had a couple weeks ago. And next year, I know we play the Angels in Anaheim. Probably gonna go to that one. Okay. And I don't know. I did, I've always wanted to go to Chicago. Maybe take the Cubs game up there, and then, and then I, who knows if I save up enough money, maybe I'll go to Korea first game. All right, I mean, there. Kind of cool. There you go, Thomas. That's, well, I yeah, Thomas. International travel. Yeah, there you go. Well, Thomas, thank you for the phone call. Hope you get to uh, Korea. Remember, the Padres open up next season in Seoul, Korea, two games against the Dodgers. Those are March 20th and 21st. After that, it's it's you know very unusual the way the, the beginning of next season is going to go. Those two games in Korea on March 20th and 21st. After that, the Padres return home. They have some exhibition games against the Mariners, and then they open up the season at Petco Park 
again, after the two regular season games in Korea with a seven-game homestand against the Giants and the St. Louis Cardinals. So going to be a little bit unusual next year, but, man, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, let's see. I'm hoping to maybe get to Korea for those first two games. We'll uh, see how everything works out, but it will be uh, a, a pretty fun uh, start to next year, no doubt about it. All right, we will step aside one final time here on our post-game show. When we come back, full look at the out-of-town scoreboard, player of the game, and final thoughts about this 2023 season. Post-game show continues when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score, Padres 2, White Sox 1 in 11 innings. The final segment of our final postgame show here in 2023. Sam Levitt with you here inside our San Diego studios. It's another beautiful day for a ball game and military Sunday at that. San Diego County Toyota dealers are proud partners of the Padres and supporters of San Diego's military community. Thank you to all military members for your incredible service. We'll get back to a couple more phone calls before we go in just a second. First, let's take a full look at the out-of-town scoreboard. Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the Out of Town Scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. Everything has gone final in the major leagues today. The Red Sox beat the Orioles 6-1. Dodgers beat the Giants 5-2. Pirates beat the Marlins 3-0 in Pittsburgh. Angels beat the A's 7-3 in Anaheim. Rays beat the Blue Jays 12-8 in Toronto. Brewers beat the Cubs 4-0 in Milwaukee. Tigers beat the Guardians 5-2 in Detroit. Miguel Cabrera playing his final game. Terry Francona managing his final game for Cleveland. Astros beat the Diamondbacks. 8-1 in Arizona. Mariners lost to the Rangers 1-0 in Seattle. With that, the Astros win the American League West and the Rangers will play in a wild card series. Royals beat the Yankees 5-2 in Kansas City. Phillies beat the Mets 9-1 in New York. Nationals beat the Braves in Atlanta 10-9. Rockies beat the Twins in 11-3-2 in Colorado. And finally, the Cardinals beat the Reds 4-3 in St. Louis. Adam Wainwright playing in his final game and actually made an appearance in that game in the finale for St. Louis. So 200 wins, a long, great career for Adam Wainwright. And uh, that's a look at all the scores today from around the major leagues. Now let's hear our play of the game. What was the crucial play that helped decide the outcome of today's game? This is the play of the game. Presented by Bill Howe Plumbing, Heating and Air, Flood and Restoration. Because we know how. Dirksen, a switch hitter batting left-handed, one for four on the day. Swings at the first pitch and rips it into right center, a base hit. Azokar rounding third, he's going to score easily. And on the first pitch of the 11th inning, the Padres go back in front. It's two to one. Jerks and Profar, the go-ahead RBI single in the 11th inning, gave the Padres a 2-1 lead. They go on to win by that final score of 2-1 here in Game 162, our play of the game here today. All right, final couple of phone calls. Let's get to them quickly, get through them pretty quickly here. Let's begin with Sal calling in. Hi, Sal. You're on the Padres Radio Network. Hello, Sammy. Hey. It's Sal. Going How on, doing? Sal. I'm doing well. 
Yeah, you know what? Uh, I'm calling in. I live in Whittier, California, real close to 10 miles away from Dodger Stadium. Mm-hmm. And I've been a Padre fan for, wow, since 69. And uh, this year was a year that, you know what? It was, it was hard, but I, I enjoy it because it was like, you know what? My whole family, we got involved behind this team. Mm-hmm. And I know next year it, it, they're really talking about, you know, tra- traveling to watch this team at different, you know, parts of the mm-hmm. the, the country. And uh, you know, you know, and uh, it's going to be a hard winter because I have to wait until spring. And then, you know, I love we we love baseball, and we love me the too. Me too, Sal. Well, appreciate the phone call, Sal, and I totally understand what you're saying. I know. I know. It's a long winter, but baseball will return. Thank you for the phone call, Sal, and uh, certainly wish you the best this offseason and uh, look forward to talking to you again in 2024. Let's go to Jacob calling in from Normal Heights. Jacob, you have the final call of 2023 here on the Post Game Show. Go ahead. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for the privilege of the phone call, Sam. Yep. Uh, this is my first one that I'm getting in this season. I uh, really appreciate it. Thank yeah, go so for it. We got, we got, uh, a, we got, a, the, we got a minute here. General, yeah, go. The general submission, uh, summization of, of the season for me is basically on to the next one. It took 8,206 games for the Padres to pitch a no-hitter with my boy Joe Musgrove. All right. My boy Joe Musgrove got that done. And it's 8,681 games currently since the 1969 season. And I say on to the next one. It's part of the process. San Diego is going to get a championship here real soon. And I swear to God, I will kiss the ground when it happens. (laughs) That's my call. All right, Jacob. Thank you very much, Sammy. Uh, Yeah, you too, Jacob. Thank you for the phone call. And thank you for uh, for making it quick as well as we sort of wrap things up here on the post-game show. Jacob, I certainly hope for you and all the fans listening and the great people of San Diego and and beyond, all Padres fans around the world, I hope that championship comes for you next season and uh, it's as sweet as you could possibly imagine. All right, before we sign off for one final time this season, so many thank yous to give out. First, to Jesse, Tony, Dave in the booth. Another tremendous season working alongside each of you. 30 seasons for Dave Marcus in the booth. Congratulations, Dave. Excellent job by that trio all season long. To our terrific trio of studio coordinators throughout the year, Matty Rhodes, Nick DiNucci, and with me in the studio today, Frank Marchese. Those are the people that quite literally get us on the air Every day, thanks for being with us throughout the season. To the team at 97.3 The Fan in Odyssey, Adam Klug, Michael Valenzuela, for all the work they do, the great sales staff, and of course our entire on-air crew, Ben Woods, Paul Coach, Braden, Chris, Tony, and Scraby, thank you for your support. Having me on your shows during spring training and throughout the year. Members of the San Diego Padres front office that we work th- with throughout the season. Chris Connolly, Eric Meyer, CEO Eric Grutner, the Padres PR staff that so often helps me coordinate interviews and content that you hear on our shows. Craig Huner, Danny Sanchez, Darren Feeney, J.P. Nolan, Tiffany Seal. Vanessa Dominguez, great job by everybody on the PR staff uh, this season. They uh, helped me quite a bit, especially those post-game interviews you hear. They're a big part of that. And finally, an enormous thank you to the fans. It is uh, such a pleasure interacting with many of you 
on a daily basis throughout the season, meeting so many of you, whether that was at spring training in Arizona or throughout the season at Petco Park. And what a season at Petco Park it was. More than 3.2 million in attendance, 59 sellouts and 79 openings. Just incredible. Thank you for listening during late nights, early mornings, weekday afternoons, weekends, whenever Padres baseball hits the airwaves on the West Coast. Thank you for your calls, your tweets, your messages. And most importantly, thank you for welcoming me into your baseball summer family for a second season. I leave you with these final thoughts. Obviously, this season wasn't the one that you or I envisioned. It wasn't what we all dreamt up when this journey began back in spring training. But sometimes baseball can be a beautiful game in so many ways. Really, it can always be a beautiful game, I should say. In so many ways, it's a game that mirrors life. It's a long, sometimes windy road with the ups, the downs, the moments of joy, the moments of heartbreak, all blended into one story that unfolds day by day and season by season. But be assured, once the feelings of this season wear off a bit, we get deeper into the fall, to Thanksgiving, the holidays, into a new year, and on to that glorious day when pitchers and catchers report. We'll open up a brand new chapter for this ball club where the pages are yet to be filled. And with those blank pages come endless possibilities for what a new season may bring. I look forward to talking to you then. One more look at the final totals here today. For the San Diego Padres, two runs, seven hits, one error, they left on 11. For the White Sox, one run, seven hits, no errors, they left on 12. Winning pitcher today, Rich Hill, who improved to a record of 8-14. The losing pitcher was Declan Cronin, who dropped to 0-1. Time of game, three hours and seven minutes. And the crowd at Guaranteed Rate Field in Chicago, 20,588. That'll do it for us here in 2023. As always, if you missed any of our post-game show, you can listen back to all of it on the Inside San Diego Baseball Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. For our great studio coordinator, Frank Marchese, I'm Sam Levitt saying so long from our San Diego studios. Again, the final score in 11, the Padres 2 and the White Sox 1. We'll talk to you in 2024.